In my family, we have a theory, a mantra, if you will. It's not where you start, it's where you end. That has been true for all of us, for my parents, for me, for my brother, possibly for my children. You got to start where you start, what that goal is, where you want to be. That's the thing you're working to. That's the thing you have to achieve. That story had come back to me when I was in Las Vegas and met the guys at Stolen Throne Cigars who tell the story of how they named their cigar brand because their plan was to get a seat at the table no matter what it took. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and we are smoking the Stolen Throne Three Kingdoms Cigar Fingers Malloy. What were you going to say? My family has a mantra. Is that right? It's, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Well, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. This right here is the Toro. It's the 6x52, which means it's six inches long. <laughs> Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And the 52 is the ring gates, the diameter of the cigar or how thick it is around. <laughs> so if this was a 64, it'd be a full inch around. And this is a box press. And you know, Fingers Malloy and I love a box press cigar uh, right here. We're talking about being into the full-bodied um, Probably, I'd say medium to full with a tendency towards the full wrapper. Beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, Oscuro leaf wrapper. Uh, it's got a nice bit of oil going on there. Not the smoothest wrapper I've ever felt, but certainly beautiful. Touch fingers, Malloy, just a touch wiffle ball bat. I would love a little more heft to this cigar. I agree with you 100%. Uh, but, you know, we're in the, the first third and uh, already you, you get a sense that this is a well-constructed stick. Uh, I'm not having any problems with the draw at all. Uh, you know, it's looking like a, a nice even burn right off the bat um, and, and lots of pleasant smoke coming off of this cigar. For me, a, l- a little bit of uh, a cream uh, mixed with coffee and, and just a touch of cedar. I'm not getting any pepper. Uh, what what are you? You're already getting wood off this thing on the. Fr- mm-hmm. Wow, uh, no, but I like the cream and coffee one. I think that that's a nice uh, bit of it. It's actually a vanilla cream, almost like a, like a, a vanilla bean cream going on there, which is which is u- unique. We met these guys at the Premium Cigar Association show, and they tell the story. Oddly enough, by the way, we couldn't find their website. We found their Facebook page, <laughs> Stolen Throne Cigars, just not their website. They they were at a uh, talking to some cigar guys, and they were talking about starting their own brand. Talking about cigar starting their own brand, and someone said to them, "Well, you're never gonna get a seat at the table, right? They're the big guys, and you're a small guy. You're never gonna get a seat at the table." And I said, "Well, I guess I guess we're gonna have to steal a seat." <laughs> Thus, stolen thrown cigars. What I love about that story is the attitude that it brings. Of don't tell me I can't. We're going to go about doing it. So they work with some pretty interesting people when they're building uh, their brand or as they've been building their brand and building uh, the, the, the cigar. Uh, they work with the Rojas people. Rojas Cigars uh, was uh, right there uh, next to them to create this. They're based down in, in, in Texas. And they had a, a series of cigars. And they're like, you know what? We know we can compete. So if you can find this cigar... That's the first thing, because they are not in every retailer out there. You might find it in an online retailer. You're going to get your notebook out, 
What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? What's the weather? Happens to be humid in Indianapolis, Indiana today as we sit here at Blend Bar Cigar, blendbarcigar.com. In Indianapolis, we've had some amazing weather that this would have been perfect for. This feels like a little bit more of a cool weather kind of kind of stick. But what did you eat? What did you drink? It's all going to affect your metabolism. It's all going to affect your, your level of, of, of taste. But you're absolutely right, Fingers. That, that, that coffee cream note is really something else. And a full coating of the tongue. Yeah. Complete. And, uh, you know, I was at a, another cigar lounge a couple of weekends ago, and two people uh, at a table were pairing their cigar with a cream soda. And because it's so hot and humid today, I'm, right now I've got a coffee, and it's pairing well with the coffee. But I, I wonder what a cream soda would taste like with this stick. And I know you're about ready to I, lose your mind. I oppose all of that stuff. It's not that I oppose cream soda. I'm fine with cream soda. It's just you're not allowing the cigar to be the cigar. Water, coffee, a bourbon, uh, a Diet Coke. A di- because it's, it's very clean. And it's going to do the least to impart itself onto your palate to change what it is or model what it is or, or confuse what it is you're smoking. But the brand of the cream soda, it was called Clean Cream Soda. Nope. No? Not science. I'm making it up? You, uh, shocking. That in your dating life. <laughs> oh, that's hurtful. Right. Well, it's it's also factual. Uh, this is stolen, uh, va- stolen throne. Sorry, right here. I almost said stolen valors. That's something completely different. The three kingdoms. Fingers. Oh man, Ooh, you okay? are you yeah. okay? So here's what happened. You know, a couple weeks ago, I got a cold. Mm-hmm. Came back, had a cold, yes. and then I was fine. And then a cough came back. Oh no! Right there, center chest. Just this little twinge thing that I had last time, I had something like this. Super annoying, messing with the breathing. You know what they call that? What? They call it the old boomerang. Is that what they call it? You think it's gone? Comes right back. So what what, what were they calling it with COVID? The rebound COVID? Yes, the rebound COVID. I don't even know know what to say anymore, how these people think, how they... There's so, so many terms, so many whatever. So what are you doing about it? Uh, what I'm doing is I'm smoking cigars. It's medicinal. But, but it has nothing to do with cigars. It has to do with talking. Because, you know, I do more radio than this. I do a morning show. I do a midday syndicated show. So it's the talking. It's how I breathe. And I'm starting to feel in my voice again. It's because I have to strain a, a, a touch. So I'm trying to keep it calm. The question, Fingers Malloy, is, is this in your humidor? The Stolen Throne, Three Kingdoms. Is this in your humidor right here? Uh, this Oscuro Leaf wrapper. At fifteen fifty a stick. Well, I we're just in the first third, uh, so I, I'll be interested to see you know how this develops. I'm not going to say no. I, I'm not going to kick it out of bed. Wow, at fifteen dollars a stick. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You paid. Uh, you're getting the full twenty minutes. <laughs> Is that what just happened here? What? So anyway. Uh, I'm I'm so I'm very much enjoying this so far. Uh, at this point, if you're if you're putting a gun to my head, uh, would I have a, a box of the, uh, you know of this? Uh, would I buy a box? M- maybe not, but a couple of sticks in my humidor, I think so. So yeah, I am I'm with you. Fifteen fifty gets into the price of, huh? It's the make you think price point. Yeah. If you told me nine to eleven dollars, yes. 
just based on what I'm experiencing in the first third, the answer is yes. The whole, the whole look of the cigar, the fact that it's a box press, again, I'd like a little more heft. A little more heft to this cigar would go a long way for me in terms of how it feels in the hand. Is it in the humidor? I'm with you. I am not there yet. And at 1550, you have to experience more. Are you going to try it at least once? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, and I like their story, which Great means story. something. Oh, 100%. When you get to see people pursuing an idea and saying, you're not going to keep me from it, I'm going to go get the damn thing. Absolutely, absolutely love that. It's not where you start. It's where you end. Man, we're about to eat something disgusting. And I'm already not feeling good about it. Fingers Malloy, you are disgusting. He is the Tony Robbins of his generation. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Be a part of the growing community we have over there. It's free. You can also subscribe and get content nobody else can get. Fingers Malloy decided we're not doing enough eat on the show. And he's like, ah, I can remedy this thing because it's August and already Halloween candy is out. Well, here's the deal. It, it, this is this is something that I was very surprised by. So first of all, uh, you know we're going to do Brock's tailgate candy corn, and I, I listen. I I've never noticed this before, uh, but uh, I went into Walgreens. We we got the story uh, from USA Today uh, about this particular kind of candy corn, Brock's got into an exclusive agreement with Walgreens. I walked into Walgreens and to, to purchase this candy corn. Candy corn and Walgreens apparently go hand in hand because they had a huge end cap that was dedicated specifically to candy corn in August in Indiana. Yes, but I was looking for an EpiPen so my kids could survive a bee sting. <laughs> And I was like, where is it? And they're like, we have candy corn. I'm like, you don't understand the seriousness of the situation. I came for the EpiPen. I stayed for the candy corn. By the way, EpiPens are very necessary in this world. Continue. So uh, I said, listen, uh, the, the football is right around the corner, Tony. Training camp for the NFL. has The, the training camps all around the country have opened up. Uh, people are getting ready for football. And Brox apparently is getting ready for football as well. So Brox is ready with their tailgate candy corn. You know, Brox, B-R-A-C-H apostrophe S. By having this five flavor candy corn, five different flavors, fruit punch candy corn, vanilla ice cream candy corn, popcorn candy corn, hamburger candy corn, and of course, hot dog candy corn. You're disgusting. How am I disgusting? Now, wait. Aren't you fired up for football season? In defense of Brock's. This is not how I get fired up for football season. You know what I do? Huh. I turn it on, and I see whether or not the game's good. That's how I get fired up for football season. Brock's may be on something. This could be the greatest delicacy I've ever had. Well, listen how Brock's describes this. This is, I, I mean, they, they, went, uh, they worked overtime to come up with, with this on the back of the package. Taste the joy of everyday moments with our rich variety of deliciously crafted confections. Is this the international foods coffee kind of thing? Could be. Share a little or a lot and make your memories sweeter. Depending on how it tastes, I may share a whole crap ton. <laughs> so, so we're about to do this, Fingers Malloy. I, I, so we have a variety here. Uh, they have a little, I, I, I'm guessing, 
uh, looking at that, uh, let's let's go right in the middle here uh, on the package. There's a yellow and pink. So I believe, I'm hoping, this is the hot dog. This is the hot dog right here. I don't have one. You don't have one like oh, yeah, that? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, looks like a tooth. Now, remember, when you are having candy corn uh, from the, the tailgate candy corn. It looks like your, the tooth that could belong to the British Prime Minister. Right. Which, who knows who that'll be. Uh, get your notebook out. <laughs> Find out. Write down what you ate that day. What you drank that day. So, okay, you're ready to try the hot dog candy corn. Right, we think it's the hot dog, we we're not sure. You go first, Fingers Boy. He goes. He's chewing the said candy. Oh, he's not okay. Oh. Oh, he's looked away. He's looked away. He doesn't want to admit his mistake. They put ketchup on it. <laughs> they did they not. They put ketchup on it. I, I, I'll, I, completely honest with you, I have no idea if that's a hot dog or All not. Right. Are you ready? Okay, go. he's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch. Is that a hot dog? What is that? I think that's vanilla ice cream. Okay, so, okay, that's it's the rather vanilla. vanilla Vanilla cream? Yeah. Okay. Vanilla ice cream. That right. wasn't bad. See, it's, well, but the first two, that you're was like, delicious. You're, the first two, you're like, okay, that's solid. Fruit punch. Vanilla cream. All right, so so which one are we doing now? Uh, we'll do th- th- this one right here. It's got I got a, it. Okay, so I have no idea what this is. It's uh, pink, hot pink, and then uh, light pink at the bottom. All right, fingers away. You know what your problem is? You didn't do a, a, a palate cleanser. You're mixing your candy corns. I think this is fruit punch. Oh, yeah? I believe this is fruit punch. Oh, we go. Here we go. He's going in. That is fruit punch. Okay. So we knocked out fruit punch and we knocked out yeah. uh, vanilla cream. Van- oh. oh, oh, you're not having a good time. Ah, okay. It is fruity. It is fru- it is fruity punch. So now we're gonna go with uh, it's white on the top, yellow on the bottom. This has got to be popcorn. I can feel myself getting diabetes. Hold on a second. He's going in for the palate cleanse. Uh, I, I just look at that. It has to be popcorn. That's Which one. one are we doing? Is it this one? Yeah, the the white with the yellow on the bottom. Okay, you first. I already feel like this is way too much sugar. Like I'm already n- oh, oh fingers. It's soapy. <laughs> not, not what they look for in 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 the Wonka factory. Uh, I, I I I I guess that's popcorn. I'm guessing there it's popcorn because it, it, it ain't hamburger. Uh, so that's popcorn. Okay, you think that's popcorn? Mm-hmm. So have we done this one yet? This is the pink and the the tan on the bottom. So um, now I'm starting to lose track of what. I don't know. I think I think we we have, I think we did. We need the orange. We need the orange with with the pink on the bottom. Orange with the pink on the bottom. We're that's just ripping. This. We're just that's ripping. this right here. All right, I'm gonna do it. Okay. That was popcorn. That one wasn't bad. So the vanilla ice cream, popcorn, not bad. The uh, the, uh, the, 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 the fruit punch. Okay, he's going in. Orange and the pink. He's doing the Kentucky Chew. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I think if I have one more, I become embalmed. I think that's, I think that's it. Mm. Tastes like Yankee Candle. 
here's the, so here's the weird part. I can't tell. Oh, it's not that. That's not a good feeling in the mouth. That's. It, you, it pairs well with a cigar. You no, no, it does. We're screwed on the stolen throne cigars. You have to really love that kind of super overwhelming sweet. Yeah, I can get how somebody could like these. I can get how it's not me. <laughs> I could. To- oh. I could totally see. Oh. I could totally see uh, tailgating. Uh, on a Sunday morning and having just a little dish of this out for the for the folks. This is a young man's game. Like, I'm willing to admit my age at that moment. When I say young man's game, you have to be eight <laughs> to appreciate, to appreciate oh. what that is. But good for you, Brox. I only hope you sell a billion to the unsuspecting suckers. I mean, fantastic customers at Walgreens who would be an amazing sponsor. Of the Eat, Drink, Smoke show. I had one of those, and I thought to myself, are you ready for some football? <laughs> That's what I thought to myself. And my answer was Are no. these in the aisle right next to the antacid? <laughs> Whoo, young man, all you. I like a good lighter. I want a lighter that has the right type of flame for the right type of environment. Sometimes I like a triple. Sometimes I like a quad. There are plenty of single jet lighters out there so you can pinpoint exactly where you want to move the heat. Honestly, personal preference plays a lot into the cigar lighter game. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Then there's, of course, the beauty of the lighter. Whether it's the kind of style of the lighter. Is it something that's in your pocket or something that's on your desk or something that's that's part of your whole smoking experience? Me, I like tabletop lighters. I like lighters that fill the hands. I love that old style. Although I have a hard time finding them, I actually do search them out at antique stores and things like that. El Septimo, they've decided to one-up everybody in the lighters. They are debuting the world's most luxurious lighters, according to TobaccoBusiness.com. They are six to eight inches in height, three to three and a half inches in width. Each lighter is made from 1,000 to 1,200 grams of 18-carat gold and encrusted in 80 to 120 carats of precious stones. They come in at a very easy $5.5 million each. I'm sorry? I said $5.5 million each. Okay, so will this be able to take me from Indianapolis to Las Vegas in an hour and a half? It's a lighter. Does it have a V8 engine in it? It, 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 it? it does not. It's it's a lighter. $5 million. No, no, no. For fire. $5.5 million. For something that makes fire. $5.5 million. Let me tell you about Old Blue here. Well, tell me about Old Blue. Old Blue is a, a very sturdy, dependable lighter that I got at Walgreens. Uh, it was probably sitting next to a display of candy corn. And I got this lighter right here that I've had for over a year for $6.50. $6.50. $6.50. So let me do the math here. Uh, five and a half million. Six. So if I wanted five and a half million uh, dollars worth of this lighter, I think that would buy me uh, roughly uh, nine million lighters. <laughs> That, that is common core math. Correct. But this is art. Diamond encrusted, gold, 
There are rubies. There's emeralds. Okay. There's a. There's a. There, I, I believe there might be a sapphire. Maybe a blue topaz. I know it's hard to get away from the fact that if you're you're if you have the kind of money to spend five and a half million dollars on a lighter, you're you're going to think differently than what. The way I think about a five and a half million dollar lighter. Are you saying you don't have five and a half million dollars to blow on a lighter? Well, no, I actually bought three last week. What I have just you been want- doing with all your intrigue smoke money? <laughs> I just didn't want to br- uh, buying candy corn. Uh, but here's the deal: I would be uh, so paranoid about this lighter. I mean, even if I had a lot of money, even if I were if I were the, one of the folks that 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 won the the lottery, the the Mega Millions in Illinois, I think they brought home $480 million. Yes, they did. Uh, if I spent $5 million of that jackpot on a lighter, I would constantly be... Anybody picks it up, be like, what, what, whoa, wait, wait, it's got it's got a diamond in there. How many how many diamonds does it have in there? Blah. Uh, would you count it after somebody used it? <laughs> count the number of diamonds? I would count their fingers. That's for sure. To make sure that, you know, stuffing it in their pocket, going like that, the old, the old, listen, we have been in many a cigar lounge where we've heard owners talk about how people will steal their lighters. Well, it's one thing if they steal uh, a little tiny, you know, lighter that's uh, at a cigar lounge, five and a half million dollars, Tony, for that lighter. I mean, if you had that kind of money, would you think twice about buying a lighter like this? Or would you be like, ah, if I had $480 million uh-huh. after taxes, uh-huh. I would never buy a five and a half million dollar lighter. Private plane, daddy is traveling in style. See? Exactly. How many times have we had a lighter, you know, absolutely crap out on you? How upset are you going to be if your lighter craps out on you and it's five and a half million dollars? Way too often. Yes. Have I had a lighter crap out of me? And you're gonna, no. what, are you going to take it to get repaired? No, no. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I assume people buy them and don't use them. They just display it. Lighter art. What, one of these is in Jay Leno's garage. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> uh, then you, you came across this. It's uh, balancing your checkbooks, ironing your clothes. Many vintage skills are becoming obsolete. I, uh, from the people at MoneyWise. I guess it's just something boomers do. My mother asked me this. You know, that, that in hotels, they have ironing boards. She goes, who irons in a hotel? I'm like, I do. Yeah, I do too. I iron all the time in a, in a hotel because I wear suits, and sometimes the packing job isn't perfect. I got to make sure I'm, you know, crisp yeah. for the next day. What are you ironing? My Harley shirts. Is that right? I iron every T-shirt before I put it on. Twice. No, I do have collared shirts. Uh, you know, when I go to an event, I, I got to make sure that they're they're not wrinkled. Although I did find the spray uh, in the travel section. I'm going to try this time around. I got a trip coming up that, that's supposed to take the wrinkles out. So one of the things on this list they say that people are, are no longer able to do is read a map. All right, a world of GPS, a world of uh, uh, your phone. I get it. Yeah, I mean, when's the last time you opened up a map and, and looked for a city and it'd say, oh, F- it's at F5, and then you had to you know, do the whole grid. Go, okay, there's the F, there's the 5. Oh, there's Saginaw. There, there we go. There's Saginaw right there. It just doesn't happen anymore. I love how you brought up your hometown. God, hey, you can take the, the boy out of Saginaw. You can't take the Saginaw out of the boy. I love how you brought up your hometown. I think that's awesome. Uh, then driving a stick shift. I think that should be mandatory. Of course you should know how to drive a stick. Why? Because you might want to drive a stick. I'm not saying that you have to own a stick shift, but you should know how a clutch works. Absolutely. I think you should know how a clutch works, but 
let's face it, I, I don't have the percentages in front of me, but how many stick shift vehicles are out there anymore? I mean, brand new. You're, it's, it's basically just sports cars, right? In 1980, it was 35% of U.S. cars were stick. In uh, 2020, 1%. So the- and yes, they're sports cars. They're the fun things you actually want to drive. Yeah, I, I I can see where, but you can see where why people aren't learning how to do it. I, I drivers training they didn't have a stick shift for me to, to 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 learn on. It was it was it was just automatic. Writing in cursive. Yeah. Signing your name is a thing of the past. Now I don't happen to write in cursive. I I I hate my penmanship. I have tried every which way but loose. I maybe I could take a course and it, w- it would help. I write in capital letters. All caps? All caps. Okay. Why? I write in all caps. Why? Because I hate my penmanship so much that I feel in caps is the only way that's legible. That's interesting. No, I, I, I notice kids in school now, they're, they're not teaching them how to, to write in cursive anymore. Right. Uh, so it, that makes me sad. But then I got to think about it the other day. I don't really write anything anymore. I mean, really, you're typing everything on your phone. You're typing everything in your computer. I write thank you cards. Oh. I have my own stationery, um, I, 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 and, I, and I, it's got my logo. It's got the TK logo on it, and I write thank you cards. And sometimes when someone ma- sends me a letter, I do respond with, with a letter. I don't get to it every time, but yes, I'm a huge believer. I'm the same way. I have my own stationery. On the top, it says La Quinta. Ah, very, that's very, very – you, you get that from Papyrus? <laughs> yes. It was, it was very inexpensive. I got a good deal on it. You know what you can get a good deal on? My pillow slippers. You know, I have spent a lot of time talking about the deals at My Pillow. The My Pillow slippers are stunning. Took two years to develop to ensure they're the highest quality and comfort designed for all day indoor outside wear. Quality leather suede and the exclusive four tier cushioning system. You got layers of the My Pillow fill, the impact gel, and the comfort memory foam, which absorbs impact. Relieves pressure. Your feet are never going to feel the same. You get the moccasin or slip-on style, whatever you want. The My Slippers are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and you're going to save big on your next pair of My Slippers. Go to mypillow.com/tony. Mypillow.com/tony for the My Slippers at only forty-nine ninety-eight. And while you're there, take huge advantage of the deep discounts on all the My Pillow products including the buy one, get one extravaganza they've been having on bed sheets, which I love, the MyPillow pillows, which are fantastic, and more. Go to MyPillow.com right now. MyPillow.com slash Tony for the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. MyPillow.com slash Tony. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. By this point, you might know that I love a good rye. I'm a huge fan of rye whiskey. Rye being different than bourbon because it's 51% rye in the mash bill as opposed to 51% corn. And for bourbon to be bourbon, it has to be at least 51% corn. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. But a rye that's finished in rum? Curious. I am. Sagamore Spirit, the rum cask finish rye, is what we are having right now. Fingers Malloy coming in at 49% alcohol by volume, just missing the 100 proof that Fingers Malloy loves. 98 proof. 
This is a couple of ryes, five and six-year-old straight rye whiskey from Sagamore Spirit that they pick and then they put in barrels from South America and Jamaica, these rum barrels, for another 10 months and then blend them back together. So that's what they're doing. This is a question, fingers, of whether or not we're talking about shtick. You know that I can't stand it, but there are some things that we have tried where it's finished in certain casts that really do add a lot of unique, good flavor to it. I find that the people at Barrel Bourbon do some of the best with this, whether it's the Dovetail or, or the Armida, uh, some really spectacular stuff that they're doing. This is, this is not what I look to when I look to a rye, Fingers Malloy, but I said... Well, it's worth a shot. Yeah, it is worth a shot. And I can appreciate the amount of work and effort that it takes to put a product like this together. You know, it, you, you said five to six years straight rye whiskeys, and then you're moving them around from barrel to barrel. Uh, you, you know, when you when you look at a product like this, you, you got to say to yourself, okay, uh, I, I, I'm interested in, this, in, in the process. I, I probably am going to have to pay a little bit more. Uh, to, to, to enjoy this, I'm, I'm going to be, I am, I'm very interested to see how this, this tastes and, and is, uh, uh, smells on the nose. So first, let's take a, a, a talk about the look of it. It is a gorgeous copper look right there. And I, it, it's touching, it's holding on to the glass a little bit. So a touch of viscosity going on uh, right there. I haven't done the nose yet, Fingers. Have you, have you no, brought I'm going this in, to the nose? I'm going in right now. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's not rye. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is fruity. Yeah, and there's a little bit of that. Uh, for me, you, you know, you you like to describe it as that ethanol alcohol on the nose. There's a little bit of that, but there's like a sh a sugar cane there on is, the nose. There is there is a deep deep brown sugar that is just hitting just hitting right there and I'm not saying it's a bad thing it's just it's it's not rye it's not that rye spice it's not that rye kind of flavor that comes on the nose at, at, at all just some some big sugar yeah a little bit of vanilla but really big sugar yeah there's there there definitely is a hint of vanilla but it definitely does not on the nose have that traditional rye <laughs> That one knows and that I know and love. Yeah, uh, for sure. Fingers Malloy, it's a Sagamore Spirit Rum Cask Finish Rye. Uh, you you ready for this, Tony? Believe me, I've been ready for this all day. We start it neat and then decide to move it to a cube, to some ice chips, or just add some cool water. Fingers Malloy, doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew, how you move it around the palate. Sometimes you want to do two sips: first one to set the palate, and then the second one to really kind of take in the flavors. Fingers, what do you got? Vanilla. Really? Yes. Lots and lots of vanilla for me. Um, and there's a spice there. It, it There's a little sting on the tongue. Not much. Uh, no burn going down. In, in Not even a warmth in the chest. At 90, 98, 99 proof that we're talking about here. Uh, it doesn't play that way. Uh, but that vanilla really hits you. I'll be interested to see what you think. All right, I'm doing it. It is the Sagamore Spirit Rum Cask Finished Rye, finished in the rum barrels, a blend of straight rye whiskeys, five and six years, 
Then blend it up. You ready? You ready? To, uh, I'm ready. You going I'm ready. You're going in. He's going in. That that spice really stays on the tongue for a while. Uh, it, it is, it, it, but it's not overwhelming. But it's there, and it stays there. That's the weirdest thing ever. Because it starts as a rye, and then like it like a, a switch flips, and all of a sudden you get that sweet. And by the way, that sweet, it's pineapple. You think? Yeah, there's a little bit of banana. There's a little bit of pineapple. Oh, that's that is sweet as can. That is sweet. Isn't it amazing? You're getting banana and pineapple. I'm getting vanilla and spice. I'm not. By the way, I am. I find that rather unique, and I'm afraid to move this to a cube. Yeah. Afraid to move this to a cube. This is first of all, no burn in the throat, no burn uh, in the chest whatsoever at 98 proof. It's warm, rich coating. It's it. So much of this screams Christmas. Ha. I don't even know what to say. You know, and a weird pineapple on Christmas, but it's just. Yeah, I thought you were going to say this is this almost screams uh, being on the beach. It's it's fruity. It's a touch floral. Um, there's. There, there's certainly no oak or anything like that. I am no. not getting any spice out of this at all or in any way. There's not an ounce of spice that that's that's coming from this right here. Okay, this is this is amazing. That's so interesting. I put a couple of drops of cool water in 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 the glass, right. and that vanilla is still there for me. But it brought out the pineapple. Uh, I don't know if I want to put it on a cube. Uh, but I'm still getting that 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 spice. It's not as uh, strong as it was, obviously with a, a couple uh, drops of cool water in it. But um, look at I did you! Bring You're having a whole physical reaction. I'm tired, Tony. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but uh, that, that pineapple was was brought out with the, the for me the cool water. But that that yeah. spice is still there. And you're so not getting I, any spice. I did it like you. I just added a couple of drops of water. So I'm going to go back in. Going back. Remember, in. water. What it will do? It opens up uh, the, the 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 drink. It opens up some of the alcohols. Uh, the, the, I should say, open up opens up the alcohol, but it brings down the proof. Water brings down proof. That's what it does, and allows some other things to kind of develop. Here, he's going back in, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing the Memphis Munch. Yep, brought up the spice a little. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Brought out the pineapple for me. Brought out the spice for you. It's delicious. Yes. But it isn't rye. No. But it's it is. It's you got to be in the right mood for this. I think if you're looking for a traditional rye, this is not it for you. But if you want something interesting, you want something different. Is it in your liquor cabinet though? It's sixty five dollars a bottle. Uh, I don't think so. But it would be something that I would seek out at a, a lounge if if it's there. I would order it. So I'm I'm a little bit push on here. There is something about this that works for me. Mm-hmm. Exceptional, but this is solely an after dinner. This is a late yeah. night one. This is not a mid afternoon. The Sagamore Spirit Rum Cask Finish Rye, the Reserve Series, ninety eight proof. Sagamore. This is this is fun. We received a lot of feedback about the snacks. You take on a road trip. 
that ridiculous list that said, you know what's a good snack for a road trip? Greek yogurt. Because <laughs> nothing says getting in the car with the guys and heading out for a few hours like Greek yogurt. You, you, you told me you were going to bring the Greek yogurt. You didn't bring the Greek yogurt? Get out of my car. That's never been said. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Find it all at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. And, of course, the book, Let's Go Bourbon. The bourbon reader you've always, always, always wanted and needed. It's available at Amazon.com. Buy the book. It's by Fingers Malloy and yours truly. Just look for it by name, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. This right here from the takeout.com, seven American snacks that are banned in other countries. Why? Why? Why can't we all just get along? Snacks bring people together. I think that what they're worried about is that our snacks will take over their entire snack aisle. That's what they're worried about. So they're trying to stop it at the source. They're saying, no, we're not going to allow your snacks in our country. Ritz is on the list. And why? Because Americans are fat. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, it turns out that Ritz has partially hydro- hydrogenated cottonseed oil. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. By the way, as I mispronounced hydrogenated, last week we did the pie uh. synesthesia uh, cigar and legent uh, bourbon, and I couldn't say synesthesia for the life of me, and I referred to it as legend. Like the whole first segment, I, I felt so bad. So bad. Leaving, being, being done with that show, I was like, I can't believe I screwed it up. I can't believe I put it out there. I should have redone the whole thing. Listen, we have done, this show's been on the air now for four years. We've done 962 episodes. It's the first time you mispronounced anything. We've done 962 episodes? Just roll with it. Okay. We've done 962 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, it was driving me crazy. But uh, hydrogenated. So the trans fats that have been linked to poor heart health so therefore, you can't find these things in Switzerland, or you can't find them in Austria or Hungary, Iceland, Norway, or Denmark. Some of those places I actually want to go to. To uh, clarify, though, the hydra- uh, hydrogenated? hydrogenated cottonseed oil, you cannot find that in Legion bourbon. Why would the, you? Why, just because you can say Legion and I can't? Is that it? You're rubbing the salt no, in the wounds? It's, it's what they refer to as a callback. You're terrible. Um... Gum is not allowed in Singapore. That's a big thing in Singapore. Gum? You cannot chew gum in public in Singapore. And, and God forbid you spit gum out onto the street. Now that I knew. That I knew that the spitting is a serious, serious crime. We got guys. Uh, we're here at Blend Bar Cigar. We record in Indianapolis. BlendBarCigar.com. BlendBarCigar.com. And they're like listening over like, oh, yeah. Oh, don't chew gum. Don't, don't. <laughs> People got beat up. One person's like... Greg is like, I got beat up for chewing gum by the police. Oh, yeah. Note to self, don't chew gum in Singapore. The ban was uh, implemented in 1992 as an effort to keep public streets and communities free of dirty old gum stuck all over the pavement. My question is, are, are people just chewing gum and just spitting it out everywhere to where you, the streets were just overrun with old chewing gum and they were like, somebody should pass a law. I, wow. Uh, you know me. Less legislation, uh, the better. Little Debbie Swiss rolls are not allowed in Norway or Austria because it contains 
food dyes, yellow number five and red number 40, they have potential carcinogens, and those things need warning labels. Why? They need a warning so you know how delicious they I are. I was going to say, yellow number five in particular is one of the most delicious dyes right. you will ever have. But I cannot. I can't live in a country, Tony, that would make Swiss cake rolls illegal. He he keeps a yellow number five on him like a mio. It's, he just adds it to his water. That's right. It's like mambo number five, except yellow number five. Coffee mate creamers, the the the, the flavored creamers that are there. Yeah. Certain parts of Europe you can't uh, get them. These the non dairy creamers because again hydrogenated oils. People love the French vanilla. They, they love it. It looks like it's the, the just the powdered ones, which uh, do you do you use? Listen, I in a pinch. Well, you don't you don't really put any. Uh, you put real cream in your your coffee. No, I do half and half. I'm a half and half guy. Uh, I don't do the flavored stuff because just too much sugar. Yeah, I'm into it. I don't do the um, powdered stuff because it's awful. <laughs> oh, the powdered creamers are just. Absolutely oh. dastardly blah. The, the powdered creamer makes the hotel coffee drinkable. You know, you, you got the little coffee maker in your room, and the coffee always tastes like do the cardboard. Do you trust that thing? Uh, I, I, I do, and I don't. Do you think that thing is ever possibly clean? Of course not. And uh, so I just pretend that it's clean in my head. And I, I have never gotten sick from the, hof, the, the hotel coffee maker, but they always taste like the, 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 the cup, right? They always taste like the paper cup. The coffee in the hotel. I don't know what paper it, cup tastes like. What, is, what does paper cup taste tastes like? Tastes like a paper cup. You know, the, the paper cardboardy kind of cup that they, they have in the hotel rooms for your coffee. It doesn't, it, it doesn't seem to have the wax coating like they have at the at the, the expensive coffee places where you go down at the in the lobby to get the coffee there. It's the, just the cup in the hotel, the, the coffee. You cup. and I stay at different hotels. <laughs> that's what that's what I've learned. Fruit Loops is also on this list again because of Finger's favorite yellow five. The drumstick ice cream cone thing. Yes. Not allowed because it has carrageenan and that is um somehow uh, unacceptable and it can negatively affect the digestive system. So does that mean if you have a drumstick cone, you're going to spend a lot of time in the bathroom? Well, we did a study at the Fingers Molay Institute of Institutes. One of the finest institutes across the land. We got a government grant. Uh, we ate several drumsticks over the course of a half hour, and it did negatively affect uh, the digestive system. Over the course of a half hour, yes. you say? Yes, got $150,000 for uh, that, that study thanks to Ask Lesko. What? $10,000 to open up a coffee shop. $15,000 to start your own business. Ask Lesko. You, do you think people remember that dude? He was dressed oh like my, the Riddler. Yeah, he was dressed with all the question marks on him. I didn't know that ad played where you grew up. Oh, it played everywhere. Played in Jersey. It played in Saginaw, Michigan. Yes. I, I think that was one of those uh, ads you would see on E! Entertainment television at like 11 o'clock at night. You know, you remember the dude. How could you forget? How could you forget him? I because I did. Ask Lesko. Absolutely, I couldn't remember that. (laughs) My life depended on I couldn't remember that. That is something else. And here's one more: Mm. Pillsbury Grands, the biscuits with the flaky layers. 
They think it has an issue with 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 heart health. You know what? Other other than the Singapore gum thing, everything's Europe. The European Union or certain countries in Europe, they seem to be the ones that were, were banning all these American foods. I I honestly think uh, it's it's about trade. I think they're just trying to keep certain products out so they can have their products. Fran- the idea of France banning something for health reasons when they add 9,000 pounds of butter. Stop it. We got a recall on oat milk. The hipsters. This is just for you. How do you milk an oat? See, drink, smoke, gum, Tony, cats. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Find everything we do at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. And if you don't already subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, what are you waiting for? Get yourself the podcast. It's Apple Podcasts. It's Amazon Music. It's Stitcher. It's Google Play. It's Spotify. Good pods. It's everywhere. Get the podcast. Eat, drink, smoke, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It is uh, a manufacturer called Lion's Magnus. They make Oatly, which is oat milk. And a, a preliminary root analysis shows that the product in question, quote, did not meet commercial sterility specifications. Okay. I also don't feel good about this. I, I, what do you do with oat milk? I mean, put you it in put it in your cereal, you put it in your coffee. Some you, people put it in their cereal. Some people put it in, uh, in their... In their uh, Am I required to go to a health food store to get oat milk? I just have never seen oat... I've, I've seen almond milk. Are you required to? <laughs> Are you required no, to? you might find it at a, at a, at a local supermarket. You have might you, have it there. Have you ever had oat milk? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Wait, have I had oat milk? No, <laughs> I have not had uh, oat milk. And do you refrigerate oat milk? Is it? What? what co- I have so I many questions. Don't. I have so many questions that aren't going to be answered in that piece that you have in front of you. I do not know if you. Uh, so if you refri- if you're required to refrigerate oat milk, let us know. Tweet us at Tony Katz on Twitter and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Um, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it is the little things. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, I... I will tell you, I have... Uh, I have never had oat milk. I had to think about it for, exa- for a second. Never, ever, ever had the oat milk, and I'm going to not have it now. Is this the last time you're going to think about oat milk? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the last time I'm going to think about oat milk. And then, Fingers Malloy, you came across, you know, we, we, we like music. We listen to music. We enjoy music. And sometimes it's stunning for all of the artists that are out there. Only a few people have had the real super hits. There are only 29 albums in history, according to Insider.com, that have sold more than 15 million copies. Can I, can I guess a couple of artists? Uh, uh, Oingo Boingo. Timbuk3. Timbuk3. That's a nice one. Uh, they're, they're not on the, on, on, on the list. Oh, you know who is? Right here. Who is on Pink the Pink Floyd. Well, Dark Side of the Moon, right? Yes. Absolutely. Have, do, have you ever seen Pink Floyd live? No. Oh, absolutely incredible show. Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon is on the list. Jagged Little Pill. 
by Alanis Morissette. She sold 15 million copies? Yes, and I've heard Jagged Little Pill 15 million times. I've told you that story with bartender, and uh, you know, back in the in the mid '90s, and and girls would walk in and stuff uh, fifteen dollars into the jukebox. Tony, we had jukeboxes back then, uh, real jukeboxes, not that you could something you could pull on the phone to play songs. Right. And uh, every Saturday night, it'd be a group of girls. I want you to know we've sung I'm this song. Happy for you. So, jagged little pill on the list. Uh, another Pink Floyd album, The Wall, number three. Yeah. Wow. None of this is a surprise. And then, of course, when you think of albums that have sold 15 million and, and artists, you got to think, well, the Beatles. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that goes. But that one went without saying. I'm, I'm surprised by Alanis Morissette, although I am always amazed how everybody absolutely knows that song. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, know, they know everything. They know everything about it. Boston by Boston sold more than 15 million. Oh, corporate rock. Boston. Did you were you a Boston fan? No, I never was. But I I never was. I kind of lumped Boston, Boston and Kansas and uh, I don't know, like or Ario Speedwagon. All that stuff kind of blends together for me. I was never a big Boston fan either. It just it it, it it just wasn't my like. Give me a Boston song. Is Boston "Carry On My Wayward Son"? Now you're gonna make me Google. Yeah. I, I I know I will. What what I like I can't think of a single Boston song right now. Uh well, uh more than a feeling. Okay. Peace of mind, smoking. Uh more than a feeling. I know more than a feeling. Let's okay. go with that. Okay. I'm not one of the 15 million. I can tell you Cle- that. Clearly. Clearly you are are not also on the list Supernatural by Santana. Uh, I guess an international kind of feel to it. Come on over by Shania Twain. Oh gosh, that album just well that blew up her career. That's when she kind of uh, crossed over from uh, country to pop. That that album was huge, right? I didn't have it. Physical Graffiti. I had that. I had Physical Graffiti by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm assuming, you know, as we go down the list, there, there are going to be some country artists as well. Garth, Double Live, Greatest Hits by Journey. Oh, good Lord. Don't stop believing. Sing like an angel. I've seen Journey live. Hold on to the fan. Really? Yeah. What was her name and how the relationship <laughs> go? Gosh, I went for the opening. I can't remember who the opening act was. Uh, but uh, yeah, Journey. And it, but it wasn't. Uh, uh, oh gosh, what, what the classic lead singer of Journey? What was his? Uh, uh, it was his replacement. Oh my goodness, who? What? What is his for name? Journey? Yes. What's his name? Uh, Stephen? Is it Stephen? Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> Steve Perry. Steve Perry. It was uh, a Steve Perryless Journey. Uh, and I, I I sat through it. I'll, I'll just say that. But a, a number eleven, "Appetite for Destruction" by Guns N' Roses. That makes perfect sense. That makes absolutely perfect sense because that's that that changed music. Yeah, that's the quintessential rock album of of our generation, right? Yes, and the, the Beatles, nineteen sixty seven to nineteen seventy, uh, is number twelve. Here's one that surprises me, and it, maybe it shouldn't because you know I'm a Gen Xer and he was so huge in the eighties. 
Uh, greatest Hits Volume 1 and Volume 2 by Billy Joel. Dude, I grew up on the East Coast. Billy Joel is... Billy Joel's bigger than Bruce. Billy what? Jo- oh, yeah. Billy Joel does the... Uh, he has a, um, a residency at Madison Square Garden. I mean, he's a guy who used to do Shea back in the day repeatedly. Repeatedly. Mm. Just... Un- unbelievable. Well, unreal. Love me some Billy Joel. Well, moving down on the list because we're, we're limited on time here. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. That's not a surprise at all. A uh, little bit surprised. I didn't really? know I did 15 million, but that's a great, great album. Elton John's greatest hits. Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Yeah, because that was that was cultural sensation, right? Yeah, absolutely. You just captured uh, the imagination and everybody had to be a, bar- a part of it. And then the original soundtrack album of The Bodyguard. Whitney Houston. What when she's and I, I, I hi. Oh my, it's almost Will. like Whitney is back right here at Blend Bar Cigar in uh, Indianapolis. Oh, I used to be able to hit it. Oh, every time I hear that, I I, I, I get a tear in my eye. I, I do have a guilty pleasure that's on this list. Uh, cracked rear view by Hootie and the Blowfish. Blows my mind. I always wanna be with you. <laughs> You don't like. You don't I don't like, know. All of a sudden, I turned into like some '40s <laughs> singer. You, you don't like the cracked rear view? I don't mind it. I didn't know it did 15 million copies. I didn't know that at all. Eagles' greatest hits is on here. Um, no fences by Garth Brooks, and then ACDC, Back in Black, classic. That that's that's what's key. That is what's important, right here. Smoking from Stolen Throne, The Three Kingdoms. It's a fine cigar. It's a fine, fine cigar. And that rye from Sagamore Spirit finished in the rum cast. You got to try it at your local lounge. Try it at the local lounge. Are you buying it at 65 bucks? I don't, have a, I don't have a good answer for you. You're trying it, though. That much is for sure. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Eatdrinksmokeshow.com. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat Drink Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat Drink Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat Drink Smoke Podcast.